0: Hi, Grounded Spirits. The time has finally come for me to talk about the Third Eye Chakra. And I'm just so excited to finally be here because when I first started this journey, all I wanted to do was work on the clairs. But something inside of me said, like, no, first you have to work on your shadow work. So work through all of the chakras and then you'll be more prepared Um, when you're finally able to, to work on your intuition, like making it stronger and everything. And I'm so glad that I listened because I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was before I started working on the chakras. Um, I, like me as a person, but like also just like my soul and my mind and like my ego is shrinking and it's just like, I'm really happy where I am right now. Um... So, yeah, so what I'm going to do today is talk about the third eye chakra, um, similar to all the other ones I'm going to go through, um, like what it's about, yoga, meditation, journal prompts. Really cool this week because I created my own questions for the journal prompts, so I'm happy about that. And the affirmations, I created a few of them. Um, there's 25 this week. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to... Uh, learn more about the third eye chakra along with me. Stay tuned. The third eye chakra is also known as the intuition chakra. The color is indigo. The location is between your brows on your forehead. When it's balanced, you'll be imaginative, intuitive, you'll have clear thoughts and vision, and you'll be able to see beyond the physical. When it's blocked, you'll have poor judgment, you'll lack focus, you'll have poor imagination, and you won't be able to see past the physical. When it's overactive, you may have nightmares, delusions, hallucinations, obsessive behavior, or an, or-, or an overactive mind. Physical problems that are associated with the third eye chakra are eye strain, poor vision, headaches, sleep issues, or memory issues. The gland that's associated with the third eye chakra is the penile gland. This gland receives information about the state of the light-dark cycle from the environment and conveys this information to produce and secrete the hormone melatonin, which helps you sleep. Body parts that are associated with this chakra are eyes, ears, sinuses, and the lower brain. The sound is om. The musical note is a- the healing stones are any dark blue or indigo stone, so like sapphire or tanzanite. The essential oils used to help heal the third eye chakra are rosemary, um, that will help open a sleeping third eye chakra, German chamomile, which will help stabilize and focus on this, in the visionary part, the visualization part of the chakra, and frankincense or sandalwood are good choices to maintain a clear and balanced third eye chakra. So as always, um, the best ways to heal the chakra are going to be um, through yoga, meditating, and the affirmations and writing about it so um, for yoga, I posted this really good one um, that I enjoy doing that really, I-, I could feel like my third eye chakra tingle, um, so that's why I posted it on there. And then for the meditation, this one is so trippy, like it tripped me out so hard, but I feel like that's like kind of what you want when you um, are trying to open up your third eye chakra or trying to balance it. And so, yeah, this meditation, it's 40 minutes long, which is a lot longer than I normally meditate. I normally meditate for about 15 to 20, um, like, per session. And so it was kind of hard to get through um, because, like, my body just can't stand still for that long. Um, but what was really cool about this meditation um, video was that I could go, like, in and out, if that makes sense. Um, similar to other videos, you're like on the staircase and you have to like walk down and open the door. Um, and so I could just like go back to that place when I like woke up, um, in a way. Um, but like my third eye, like it wasn't just tingling. It was like, I could like feel light come out of it. And so it was just so cool. And, um, yeah, just, like, the visualization, like, I could actually, like, feel myself in the places that they describe, so definitely check that one out, um, for the guided meditation there, um, and so now for the journal prompts, so like I said, um, at the beginning, I created all of them, and the reason why is because normally I just, like, go online and, like, find journal prompts for me to write, um, about, I, like, answer you know what I mean but um honestly when I looked when I tried to find some um like some of them were okay but um the thing is it's so cool is that throughout like when I was working on other chakras too like my third eye were would tingle and at first it was like very minimal because I had never had that sensation before so for me I was like oh my gosh this is so cool but now like I can like really feel it when when it's like being activated. And with the journal prompts that were already online, I didn't feel that activation. Um, and so what I did is I, um, I used like a similar framework to the other ones that I found online, um, but a lot of them just, all the questions just came to me, but others, it came from the affirmation. So when I made my list of the affirmations, like I said before, I go to like several sites and just, like, pick and choose the ones that I want to highlight. Um, the ones that resonate with me. And so, um, so, yeah, so that's where these came from. So I'm just, like, really excited to talk about them. Okay. <laughs> so the journal prompts. Uh, number one. And, like, actually for this one, like, I really want you to, like, do it right now. Like, when you listen to this, like, just, like, pause it um, and write uh, because I'm gonna have like some background of each of the questions. Whereas if you read it like it's still gonna work. Like I tried like I answered my own questions yesterday. Like I wrote these maybe like two, three days ago and I just I answered them yesterday just to make sure that like they made sense and that like my third eye was being activated while writing. Um but yeah, so I would encourage you to pause it um after I an- after I-, I ask the question so that you can answer it at least like a little bit in your head, like if you're driving or walking or whatever um and then you could just like write it down later but but i just like your first thing like i want you just to think about what the first thing is because sometimes when like we'll overthink or maybe that's just me thing, but you'll overthink and then you won't like get to like the root of what the question is asking okay so number one your imagination as a child oh sorry describe your imagination as a child so, what I meant by this is, like, were you an imaginative kid? Um, I have been a tutor for, like, 10 years. And I once had a student who, she was young. She was still in elementary school. But she could, just did not have imagination at all. Like, she could not create a story like every time that we would try to create a story she would want to go do research like oh well let's just like model after this person's life or that person's life like she couldn't just create a story in her head and I just found that um, interesting um, and so we worked and then by the end she was able to to work uh, I mean to create her own story but it was still loosely it was like more of like historical fiction. But at least there was that fiction component. But, but yeah, so that's why I want you to, to describe your imagination as a child. And now I want you to think about your um, current imagine, imaginative state. So do you still have the same imagination as you did when you were younger? Um, I think it, maybe the throat chakra, I want to say. That I posted that video of, the TED Talk of that schools like kill creativity, and so I want to know, um. Well, like for you, for your own sake, you should know. Um, I want to know for myself, like how much did school take away from my creativity. Um. So yes, yeah, so that's why I have like the describe your current imaginative state. Do they differ? Is it possible to have even more imagination than you already have? Yeah, so just like think about. It. I just want you to compare and contrast about where you were when you were a kid and how you are now, and and if you think like if you if you think that you could have even more imagination, like could you think more outside the box? Um, Alright, number two. Describe the biggest lesson you've learned in your life. Instead of focusing on the lesson, examine the circumstances that led you to that lesson. Think about how your perspective allowed you to learn. That one's pretty self-explanatory, but uh, when I was answering it, it was was actually kind of hard because... You really have to, like, put yourself back into that time. And so I feel like that's what helps, like, with the third eye chakra, like, really imagining or visualizing you in a different time um, when you did learn this big lesson. Number three, how often do you dream? What are your thoughts about dreams? And so what I meant, like, what are your thoughts? Like, why do you think we dream? Um, Which is the next question, but also... um, like, do you think that it's useful? Do you not? Do you believe that they, are, they, that they are our connection to the spiritual world? Which is the next question, too. Or do you think that, like, science just says that your mind will just have, like, these random images and do will try to create a story. But even that, even the, sci- the scientific reason, why? Why do we want to create a story? It's just me to think about. <laughs> Uh, Number four, how often do you remember your dreams? What is your most memorable dream? Why does that one stand out? Did you learn something in the dream, and how has it affected your life? Um... Yeah, I think I'm gonna say. it. <laughs> I was trying to decide if I was gonna share what I wrote for this one, but I think I am. I'm not. I think I will. I am going to. Um, so, what is your most memorable dream? So for me, I remember my dreams almost every night, but I had I get I've tried in the past, like maybe when I was like twelve, thirteen, try to have like a dream journal, but it never really stuck. Um, but then I don't know why. Because this was before... I was still working on the throat chakra. This is on the 3rd, December 3rd. Right now it's the ninth, So about a week ago. Um, I don't know why. I literally just woke up and I was like, I need to write a dream journal. And I've been, like, really good about it. So for almost a week now, I have been writing in it every single day. And so I've just been, like, writing about my dreams. And then it's, like, really cool because you get to, like, process your dreams um, as you write, and then I could like, look things up, um, like, there was a white rabbit I was trying to catch, and then turns out, like, the white rabbit re- represents, like, magical powers, and, like, I'm trying to catch it, um, so, yeah, so things like that, so the point, yeah, I remember my dreams every single night, um, and only recently am I starting to write, so we'll see how long this lasts of me writing it, but the thing is that I found an old planner from, like, 2018, And so, I've just been writing it in, like, the planner blocks. And so, that's what's been helping me. Uh, But the question, okay, the question is, what is your most memorable dream? And so, my most memorable dream, it was this, uh, like, blue house. Um, and I remember, like, going inside of it. And it had all these, like, secret doors and secret hallways. And, like, it was just, like, a really cool place. And, like, it wasn't scary or anything. It was just, like, a cool place to hang out. That's, like, really, like, what I remember about the dream. And I had this dream when I was probably around 12. Yeah, 12. Yeah, 12. Definitely before 14 because this is the crazy part. When I turned 14... Um, well, I hadn't even turned 14, so I was 13, going on 14. Uh, my parents bought a new house in a different area. Um, and so when we were moving, we passed that blue house. And I had just got good so I'm just saying it. But it was, like, literally that house. And I had never been in that part of the city, so there's no way I could have ever seen this house. Like, it literally came to me in a dream. And then I ended up moving nearby it. Like, that's just so crazy to me. And so, for me, um, so the question is, why does that one stand out? And so, for me, I think that one, like, stands out as my most memorable dream is because I had never seen a dream become reality, or, like, seeing, like, that veil be exposed, I guess, because I always felt like dreams were just, like, fantasy, and, well it's had like a little mini epiphany like a fantasies because so many like my whole life basically I've been told like stop living in a fantasy world like come back to reality and like all this stuff like literally almost everybody in my life has told me that a hundred percent um but yeah and so I feel like that dream like really spoke out to me because it was um like that that veiling it was like unveiled like there's like fantasy and reality is like our one whoa I just like realized that right now um so did you learn something in that dream yeah just that it all came together and how has it affected your life well I think it's affected my life because I feel like if that didn't happen I don't know if I would necessarily be on this journey right now even though that happened half my life ago more than half my life ago um like I don't know I just like like what started everything interesting okay all right so number five uh did you have an imaginary friend growing up did you tell anyone about your imaginary friend um and then I put in like parentheses or who or who would you have told if you did not have an imaginary friend um so yeah so even if you didn't have an imaginary friend growing up like I still want you to think about who would you have shared that secret with and if you did tell your parents um or your family were they understanding slash would they be understanding okay I'm gonna write that were they were slash would they oh okay I have to do this differently Okay, I'll do this later, but, um, change it right now so, um, but, yeah, so I just want you to think about having an imaginary friend, if you did have one, and then who would you trust with that secret? So, at this question, I'm really trying to get at, like, your trust, like, yeah, like, your trust in others, and then, like, how that reflects back to yourself. All right, number six, do you visualize your goals? so um for me it's so hard to visualize that's like one of the things that I want to work on when um like while working on this third eye chakra like in this period I really want to work on visualizing because turns out I can't visualize And I think I've talked about in other episodes where like I can't visualize myself like at my goal weight um but I just can't visualize anything and like even when I like visualize like my future goals like um like career goals I I can't and or like I'll see just like a word like entrepreneur or something like I can't even like when grounded spirits came to me like I told this story before like when I was driving and then it just like popped into my head like I didn't see like the website or like the podcast platform like I literally just saw the words grounded spirits in my head so are you like me (laughs) or am I weird um or do you actually can you actually see like the images um or what do you see maybe it's not images or words like I don't know maybe you hear something I don't know um but yeah how do you visualize your dreams or do you even visualize them um and then do you document them so is it just something that comes in and then it it just leaves you and you just like remember it or do you like write it down do you draw it out do you do like a voice memo on your phone let's put record um or etc like how do you document this and I feel like this question is more of like what are the steps that you can take so that you can get everything that you want out of life Um, number seven, write down as many wishes as you can, no matter how big or small. So for this one, this is like one I was talking about that, like, just think about it right now. Like, if you could wish for anything, like, think like you're like, um, Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents, like, what would you wish for? Um, and to be honest, it'll surprise you because when you let your heart speak, like, I don't know. it's just, like, things that I didn't think that were that important to me, I wrote down. So I was like, hmm. Um, but, yeah, as many as you can because that way it pushes you, too, to, like, really think about what your heart wants. And I say as many as you can. It might be six. It might be ten. You never know. But, but yeah, just, like, push yourself to, like, see, like, what you really wish for. Because like, I think that relates, like, back to, like, what I was talking about last week with the whole like caring what other people think like when you write down your wishes just for you then it's like more personal and then you like figure out like what you really want out of life instead of like what other people want for you so number eight how often do you trust your intuition this one oof i got into such a debate with my sister about this one because I was saying that like why can't we trust our intuition the way that we trust our eyes like our eyes will make mistakes sometimes like we'll see we think we see something and then we like do like a double take and then it's like not there or even like the other day um with my husband he thought I had like a piece of chicken and but it wasn't a piece of chicken it was like a piece of um of tortilla and when I like picked it up he's like why are you taking out the the chicken out of the tortilla? And I'm like, I'm not like it's literally a tortilla. And he's like, oh, but it literally looked like a piece of chicken. The whole point, <laughs> the whole point is that, um, we trust our eyes so much, or we trust like our our like a sense of smell, our noses so much, or we trust our ears so much, or our touch, we trust these different things so much, but why can't we trust our intuition? And then I forget exactly who said it. I want to say it was Rousseau, but that could not be a thing. I don't know. Um, I want to say it was Rousseau, though. That he said... Well, just like the imperialists, um, like that movement, was that... And I hope I said that right. Um, that nothing matters except for what you can sense with your five senses. Like, nothing else matters because that's not real. Because the only thing that is real is what you can... Um, sense with your five senses, but I, I I completely disagree with that because I feel like there's like so much more out there than what is available. Like oh my gosh, there was this TikTok. <laughs> I'll try to find it so I could post it, but um, it was saying that we, as humans, can only see like a small amount of everything that's out there. Like it's like one percent like three percent like something very very small um and there's so much other that we can't see but we have intuition and I feel like that's like the sixth sense or whatever but but yeah like I want you to think about how often do you trust how often do you trust your intuition and then, how often is your intuition wrong? So I want you to realize that you can trust your intuition because nine times out of ten, you won't be wrong. I asked my sister, and she said the only time that it's wrong is when it comes to, like, relationships. But I think that's because, like, I've talked about this in, like, the love one, the love episode about how, like, the American, American society has, like, ruined us with that. Or not just the American, just, like, society in general. Like, I feel like... Like your whole life all you're trying to do is like find love like I don't know um maybe that's just me but but yeah so how often is your intuition wrong think about that um okay number nine have you ever had experiences with the spiritual describe them how have they impacted your life um so I put the spirit I'm gonna put the spirit world the spirit world um, Because I also meant, like, with the divine, or with just spirits in general, or, like, just anything that's, like, supernatural. Um, What experiences have you had already, and then how can, like, how have they impacted you, and, like, how can you move forward with that? And lastly, number 10, if you were to make changes in your life that would make you more open-minded, how easy... Oh... I wrote that wrong. If you were to make changes in your life that would make you more open-minded, what would they be? I forgot to put that part. What would they be? How easy slash difficult would it be to change? And what barriers do you have that would prevent you from making those changes? So yeah, I feel like with just like the third eye, you really wanna just expand your mind and like broaden your horizons. And that includes being more open-minded. And so I feel like we're all closed-minded at some point and then something like helps us that to open up our mind. Um, In college, I did this study where we looked at people, cause okay, so I went to Pepperdine, like I've said a million times. Under Pepperdine, and at Pepperdine, like the second you get there, freshman year, they're already like trying to ship you out for your sophomore year for the whole year. Um, Pepperdine has like different um, campuses all over, so it's not like regular um, exchange programs. Um, like Pepperdine will like you, like you feel like you're at home, kind of a thing. Like your classes, like I went to Switzerland, so we I slept on the third floor or fourth floor. And then I had classes in, like, it's called negative two, but it's, like, two under the ground. So I had classes in negative two. Cafeteria was on negative one. Um, We had, like, different areas. The whole whole point. The point is... I didn't mean to do, like, a plug for Pepperdine. But the point is, is that um, Pepperdine... Oh, so I did a study. That's what it was. I did a study... Um, junior year. And so we wanted to look at people who went abroad and pe versus people who didn't go to abroad. And we had this like questionnaire that we created um, about like a scale of open-mindedness. And to no surprise, people who went abroad were more open-minded than people who stayed in Malibu. Um, and so the whole point of that story was just to say that we're all closed-minded until something opens up our minds. And so may it be traveling or even just like the spiritual work, like what, what can you do to be more open-minded? Because I feel like we can always be more open-minded. Now for the affirmations. So I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath. One more and hold at the top. Alright. So repeat after me. I am wise and trust my intuition. I am connected to my inner guidance and higher power. I seek to understand and learn from my life experiences. I have the ability to grow and heal from every experience. I have the ability to see and act in alignment with my divine purpose. I align my consciousness with the source of all life. I am unlimited in my capacity for joy, healing, and happiness. I open myself to new energy, people, places, and experiences. in the light of my truth and accept what I know. I am aware of all parts of myself and I listen to them. I am full of God's grace, light, and love. I create clarity of mind and unlimited vision for myself. I can visualize the fruition of my goals. I trust that my highest good and greatest joy are unfolding. I dwell in the present time. I can see light within every soul. I am open to my own intuitive abilities and use them for the highest good. I trust the guidance I get through all of my gifts. I see and take responsibility for the reality I've created. I have a healthy, calm mind. I trust my decisions. I am connected to the wisdom of the universe. I can see other perspectives with ease. I harness my energy for good. Everything I seek is within me. I hope that was relaxing for you as it was for me. Um, but I did want to go through a few of these um, just to like talk about it a little bit more. Um, so like for number two, I'm connected to my inner guidance and higher power. I thought that one was a really cool one because they were two separate ones and I combined them because I feel like they're both God. And so like your inner guidance is God and also the higher power is God. But there are different parts of God that are within you. So that was just so cool. And like to be connected to the divine. I just just found it so incredible. Um I also want to talk about um Number five, so last week I talked about how I could go through everything. Like, number five was one of the ones that I chose. And so it's, I have the ability to see and act in alignment with my divine purpose. Because, like, it was really hard for me to pick two this week. Um, But I chose five because um, it, like, encapsulates a lot of what the other ones say. Um, But, yeah, so you just want to have your divine purpose and in a different one, I'll talk about like what I found that to be. Um, I also wanted to talk about um number eight, I open myself to new energy people, places, and experiences. It's kind of hard right now with the whole corona thing, but I think that that's why a lot of us are going inward to open ourselves up to all, like this new energy and then people, places, and experiences. And that's why like, um, that med- meditation I talked about earlier, like it literally took you to new people, places, and experiences and like their energies. And so it was just really cool. So again, with that, um, meditation, um, number nine, I live in the light of my truth and accept what I know. I just think it's so cool because, um the throat chakra I had just worked on finding my truth and living and like living my truth and so now it's like I live in the light of my truth because I feel like before I was like in the dark and I didn't really know what my truth was like I was freaking out about it like what is my truth um and like now like this is what my affirmation is that I want to seek is I live in the light of my truth and accept what I know um so I just think that's so cool uh, 10, I am aware of all parts of myself, and I listen to them, um, this came from one of my downloads, where I was, um, like, trying to figure out how to not overthink, and it's because, like, there are so many different parts of me, um, and like I say, like, parts of me, like, like, it could be, like, the body parts, or, like, the emotional parts, um, but, all these parts of me, like, I have to, li- like, everyone says, like, you have to listen to your body, you have to listen to when you have to go to the bathroom, or when you're hungry, like, you, these, your body does talk to you, you just have to listen, or, like, if your arm hurts, like, things like that, you know, um, and so, I think it's just, like, awareness, like, being aware of what your body needs, um, and not just doing not just consuming, for the sake of consuming, but because of what you actually need and what your soul needs instead of what your ego needs because it's a big difference. Um, That's where number 10 came from. Um, 13, I can visualize the fruition of my goals. And so it's like going back up to that question about like visualization and like seeing your goals and having that, like you have to visualize it to be able to achieve them or like how do you do it? Because like I said, for me, it's really hard to visualize. So for me, everything just kind of worked out because I had that trust that it would work out. Um, But I know that it can be even better if I can actually visualize. Like, I have the trust and I visualize it. So that's why I put that one in there. Um, 14. This one was kind of difficult for me because I'm, like, the highest, good, and greatest, like, shouldn't they be the same thing? But I feel like they could be different. Um, And so that's why they're separated um, because the highest good could be, like, for multiple people, whereas the greatest would be more personal, just for yourself, so we want both of them, um, 15, oh my gosh, I dwell in the present time, I feel like this will really help with, like, the overactive mind, um, or, like, the overactive throat, um, third eye chakra, if we could, like, balance that, and so bring it back to present time, not worry about the future, or dwell in the past, but, like, be in present time is what I want to work on um I can see light within every soul I've said this so much on this channel but um like nothing no one is purely evil no one is purely good like we all have bits the bits of good and the bits of bad um and so 16 I can see light in every within every soul like everyone has some part of good inside of them we just have to find it um and of course, we have like the intuitive abilities. Look at the Um, I have a healthy, calm mind. Back to like trying to change that. Um, the overactive mind that I have, and number fourteen—I mean twenty-four. Actually, I was supposed to say I harness my anxious energy for good, but I decided not to say anxious and just keep it as just energy, um, because i don't want to put that in there that i have that i only can use this anxious energy for good like i want to be able to use all of my energy for good um but yeah 21 chosen decisions i've been working on that too um connect to the wisdom of the universe and that also relates like i'm i what was it Number six, I align my consciousness with the source of life, so like those, that go hand in hand that we are one with the universe, and like everything's gonna come in together, and I can see other perspectives with ease. Um, again, being able to to see um, how other people are going through life. Obviously, we're not gonna know everything because we can't. We're not experiencing their perspective because God gave us our perspective, um, but but it's good to put yourself in other people's shoes and that's how we can like solve issues and such. Um, but yeah, so those are my thoughts for the beginning of the third eye chakra. Um, for me, my goals are I want to visualize my goals that I've talked about. I want to work on trusting my intuition and... I want to stop with this, um, overactive mind, I want to find peace, and so those are my goals, um, for the third eye chakra, and so, yeah, I'm just, like, so excited, like I said at the beginning, like, it hasn't been a week, and I've already seen, like, my train of thought just shift so dramatically, um, so, so, yeah, um, I will still talk about um, the Soulmates Twin Flames. Uh, I said that I was going to do it l- this week, but I decided to do this first um, while I'm still, like, piecing everything together for that one. Um, but, yeah, definitely more to come. And I'm just thankful that, that, you're, that you've listened to this one. So, thank you so much, and I will see you next time.